On today's show, Volkswagen will probably buy back its diesel cars and could be interested in buying Navistar, while Bob Lutz describes Ferdinand Pieck's culture of fear. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for February 8th of 2016. Well, it looks like Volkswagen cannot figure out how to fix its 2-liter diesels in the U.S. market. Reports out of Germany say the company is going to offer customers, quote, generous compensation to buy back their cars. That tells us this is going to be one whopping big bill. VW will have to compensate about 600,000 owners, which involves cars from 2009 to 2015. If those cars on average are worth somewhere between fifteen dollars and $20,000, then VW is going to have to fork out somewhere between $9 and $12 billion. That will erase the company's net profits for the year and does not include any of the fines and lawsuits that the company faces going forward. Clearly, Volkswagen does not know what the total bill will come to. It is delaying reporting its annual financial results for another month or so, and may not hold its shareholder meeting until June. That tells us it wants to dump as much of the bad news as it can into its 2015 results. And now we're getting some hints as to how other business units in the Volkswagen empire hope to protect themselves from this mess. VW's heavy truck unit, which includes Scania, Men, and VW-branded heavy trucks, wants to do an IPO. That would give it access to capital that it will not be able to get from its parent company. It also wants to buy a heavy truck maker in North America, where it currently plays no role. That would pretty much limit it to trying to buy Packard, which makes Kenworth and Peterbilt trucks, or to Navistar, which is in financial trouble and is owned by investor Carl Icahn. We're pretty certain that Mr. Icahn would welcome a buyout. We'll be back with more right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. Nissan relaunched its Datsun brand a few years back for emerging markets, and now it's giving us a taste of what a crossover from the brand might look like. While there aren't any details about this concept, called the Go Cross, it wears Datsun's signature grille and was said to be designed to meet the needs and preferences of a new generation of drivers. The Go-Cross made its debut last week at the Delhi Auto Expo in India. We all know the Super Bowl is a great way for automakers to get their products seen by millions of people. And according to Kelly Blue Book, Audi saw the biggest spike in searches on its site. In case you missed it, Audi's commercial is about a retired astronaut who just can't seem to find the same thrills in life as he experienced taking off in a shuttle. Until, that is, he drives the new R8. Searches for the R8 rocketed up nearly 7,800% on KBB's website, far exceeding the Kia Optima and Hyundai Genesis, which saw the next biggest jumps. Coming up next, Bob Lutz describes the culture of fear created by former VW chairman Ferdinand Pieck. For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. 
This is the human element at work. Tao. One of the big mysteries that still hasn't been answered in the VW diesel scandal is whether top management knew about the cheating. The company is blaming rogue engineers, but not a lot of people are buying that, including former auto executive Bob Lutz. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, he discussed why he believes the culture created by former VW chairman Ferdinand Pieck is responsible for the cheating. He absolutely did not tolerate anybody telling him it can't be done, uh, we don't have enough time, we can't get there with this hardware. Uh, a little anecdote, when I, con- I congratulated him on the, a new golf in Frankfurt, I think it was probably in 86, and I, it was the first golf with these beautiful like three to four millimeter body caps. And I said, these body caps are terrific. I'm happy I saw him at a VDA dinner um, during the Frankfurt show. And he says, you like that? I said, yeah, it's terrific. I wish we could do that at Chrysler. He said, I have, says, I have the recipe for you. And I said, really, I'd be interested to hear it. He says, I call everybody from body engineering, stamping people into my office. I said, I'm tired of these lousy body caps. In six weeks, I want perfect body caps, so you have six weeks. I have all your names. I know who you are. If six weeks from now I do not have these perfect bodies, you are all fired. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Get to work. (laughs) Have a nice day. (laughs) Yeah, and I I said, he said, so that's how I did it. And I said, well, see, I... uh, I, I don't think that that, that method would, would like quite work at an, at an American company like Chrysler. I just said, aha, you do, not, you, you do not want it. See, that is the difference between you and me. You are soft and I am hard. I want, but you would like to have. And when you, when you would like to have, you will never achieve your target. When I want something, I get it. And I thought, holy mackerel, I'm glad, I'm glad fate never put me as a direct report to this guy because I don't think I'd last a week. How, how did, I admire Pieck as probably the greatest automotive product genius in the history of this industry. But I would not have cared to work for him. And sooner or later, that sort of dictatorial behavior will result in something like the diesel thing. Bob shares a lot of great insight into the hot topics in the auto industry right now, and you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website or on our YouTube channel. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and join us again tomorrow for the latest news in the global automotive industry.